Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. My name is Dr. Tanya Holcomb, and I'm on a mission to normalize naturopathy in big, bold ways. I want you to see the world through my eyes, where extraordinary health and massive upgrades in life are always available to you. You'll be inspired to trust your body's wisdom to heal, motivated to claim your next upgrade in health and life, release what no longer serves you, and pursue what you truly desire. If you seek truth, you are on the freedom path to your greatest potential. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. Today is about three reasons to keep going. So I'm going to give you three of my best reasons to stay the course. That might include some pivots, that might require some adjustments, but ultimately to keep going. Now at the end of 2023, I was feeling the full duality of life. On one hand, I was happier than ever. And truly, that is the truth. I am so in love with my life. But on the other hand, I found myself feeling frustrated or or perhaps a little disappointed. It was this feeling of wanting to be further ahead, whatever that means, right? Just remember, you can be both. You do not have to allow your disappointment to rob your happiness. I literally had the best December of my life and I was simultaneously processing real life funk, okay? Now, when we're processing funk, it is an extraordinary offering that we can do. We do not want to bypass it. We do not want to put on a positive spin. We do not want to shove it under the couch cushion, right? We want to feel it. What's really here? What is this offering? And so I came across this bracelet that read, keep going. And for whatever reason, on the day that I saw this bracelet, it felt like a big warm hug from a fairy godmother. It felt like this is like the message of all messages today for me. And I put on that bracelet and I have not taken it off. It has been my mantra. And today I'm inviting you, if you need it, to make it your mantra too, because we must keep going. And I'm going to share with you my three reasons why. So this is especially true for you if you have been holding on to a dream, but you have not given yourself permission to pursue it. Or maybe you just feel stuck or burned out or things in life just feel stale. Maybe you feel like you've hit a wall. You might be asking yourself, what is the point? Or maybe you've convinced yourself that you can't afford it or you've already invested too much. Maybe you've been putting in all this effort, but you've only so far got back micro wins and now you're just feeling over it. Maybe you think you've tried everything and it's still not working. P.S. A little, a little tidbit here. I can promise you that you haven't tried everything. Uh, that would be impossible. Okay, so when we say I've tried everything and it doesn't work, that is a red flag that you are stuck in victim mentality. 
We have to remember that the journey is intended to be the reward. And I know that is so hard for some of us to hear. It's so hard for me to hear, depending on the day, right? The day that I wanted it sooner than yesterday, it's really hard to hear that the journey is part of the reward, but it is the truth. And that's why it's so important for us to create lives that we're in love with. And that doesn't happen overnight, but certainly the changes that we cultivate within ourselves can happen extraordinarily fast. So even though we all want something or even though we want to be further along, we have to maintain love for the journey, even when it sucks, even when it's hard, even when it's slow. Because ultimately, we are always three feet away from gold. Napoleon Hill in Think and Grow Rich shared the three feet from gold analogy and it comes from that story during the gold rush of a young man who was mining for gold for months. Then he decided to quit. He sold all of his equipment to a quote unquote junk man who sought counsel prior to starting to dig only to find out that the gold would be just would be found just three feet from where the previous miner had stopped. That means that the first miner was literally three feet away from striking gold before he quit. So of course, the motto of this story is to never give up. Too many people decide to give up right before they get a chance to experience a breakthrough. And they give up because it gets too hard. That's typically what they say, right? It just gets too hard. But there's other reasons, right? There's so many different reasons that can come in. All the circumstances are can show up in a million different ways, but we have to remember that it's always temporary, right? We can choose how long we want this to last. This is where we become the gas and the brake. It's like, what are we actually putting into this? Now, of course, there is divine timing and that is always at play. But every obstacle we have is intended to be an opportunity. And the only way to is through, or as Robert Frost put it, the only way out is through. So we have to keep going. Now, I took about a month to contemplate on the areas of my life where I felt stuck that I felt that perhaps I would be further ahead by now because I was putting in effort. Was I doing everything? No, but I certainly was doing something and I was putting in effort. And I really just had to own the choices that I made that contributed to this perceived feeling of stuckness. And in these moments of really looking at our life, and seeing where we feel stuck or where we are perceived to be stuck, we are faced with that decision to throw in the towel, to quit, to give up, or to keep going. Now, one of those decisions is sure to bring pain, discomfort, uh, guilt, shame, And it's not the one that's about keep going. When we give up, when we stop 
when we're three feet away from gold, when we could be, you know, the unknown that we never got to pursue, that's what haunts us. Of course, when we keep going, there's going to be things that come up. That's the point. But we're in motion. And that motion is part of this human experience because we are here to evolve. And we're here to evolve on purpose, on point. So I had to ask myself, what am I settling for right now? What is feeling like more of the same that I am consciously choosing? And what am I willing to do to have a personal breakthrough? So I made my list. It wasn't actually very long, but I made my list and I prioritized it. And I asked myself, what do I want? What am I going to do differently? And I made a decision to have it. And this meant that I was also going to set myself up for success. Now, one of the things that came through when I was in Sedona, every time I sat down to journal when we were out on the vortexes is that every new level that I'm at, there's going to be a need for more support, but the support is always there. I just have to be willing to make the deal. The support is always there. Just be willing to see it. Be willing to be brave enough to pull it closer. Be willing to trust. And I knew that in this situation of what I wanted, I needed to bring in more support. So my reason number one of keep going is I truly believe that what you want wants you back. So what do you want right now more than anything? What is the thing that you want? And whatever that is, it is meant for you. What you want is so unique. Or at the very least, it's meant for you to quote unquote, try it on, to pursue it. So through that pursuit, you could be led to the next breadcrumb. This is ultimately about allowing ourselves to follow the breadcrumbs. But it does not happen if we don't ever get on the trail. And I don't mean like what she wants and what he wants and you're going to make that what you want. It's like truly the whispers that come through. The what's on your heart. It's like what do you want for yourself? What do you see for yourself? What do you want for your family? What do you see for your health? It's those things. It's pursuing that. And it's only in that pursuit that the clarity and the synchronicity and the beautiful unfolding happens. Especially when you're plugged into the vibration, to the frequency of this or better. When you are trusting that everything that comes up is for you, either for wisdom, for growth, for learning, or momentum. It's all the same. It's like you're on the path. So for me, on my list, one of those things was a personal health goal. And one of the things that I'm absolutely ready for is to be at my desired fitness level. And this is an identified area that I have absolutely felt that I would be further along by now. I was putting in the work. I feel like I have done so much uh, for my terrain health 
for my quantum terrain health and I have had so many wins, but I wasn't seeing the wins physically from building muscle like I would like to. I was feeling stronger. I was definitely having energy from my workouts, but I wasn't actually seeing the muscle, the, the, the physical change in my body chemistry. And to put this in perspective, I there was a time last year that I went 36 weeks without missing a workout. Like I was very committed. I was doing my macros and I just really thought that I'd be further along. So that's the thing, like when you are in this place, like in hindsight, what I would have done differently, again, this came through only through contemplation, is when I reflected on this, I'm like, why didn't I after four weeks, after 10 weeks say, I don't think this is working. But I didn't, I just kept doing the same thing, expecting different results, which is, right, the definition of insanity. I should have altered my course. I should have pivoted. I should have asked for support. But instead, I stayed the course. I told myself this is good for what it is right now, and I kept convincing myself that it was going to work, and I kept convincing myself that I was getting stronger, which I was but not to the degree of which I wanted. And I also have the same, like the same going hand in hand with the level of fitness I want to achieve is also the same with the level of flexibility. And again, I was putting in the effort there, but I really wasn't making the gains. In hindsight, this was a sign to redirect. Why did I have to learn the same lesson over and over and over again? You know, our human can be so stubborn. It can just be like, I'm just going to keep doing this, even though clearly it's not really working the way I want it to work, but let me just keep going. Again, in hindsight, I can see now that I was treating my workouts like a checklist. So I asked myself the most important question that I think we all need to ask ourselves when we are in this place, which is how would I be acting if I already had the results? And from that one question alone, I realized why I didn't have what I wanted. Now, the fastest way for us to build confidence is to act exactly as you would if you had it. So who would I be if I had it? How would I train? So I decided to make my success inevitable. I would work out like it was the most important thing to me in that moment. I would train like a trainer. I would be fully present. I would not be limited by my equipment. I would work out every day, no matter what. I would love the space I was working out in. Okay, so when I say I would work out every day, no matter what, obviously, you know, there is going to be times where that's not applicable, but you can feel the energy behind it, right? It's like, it's not literal. It's just like the feeling of I'm, I'm in, I'm all in. This is not something that's like, I'm going to fit this in. This is like, this is the thing of all things that I build my day around. So in other words, right, it's like, What you want, wants you back, but you still have to make your success inevitable by setting yourself up for success 
in pursuing it. You have to show up and you have to show up with a level of commitment that matches the results that you want to see. And that doesn't mean full tilt masculine energy, but it definitely means togetherness. You are all in. You are all in. So what did I do? The end of last year, I uh, hired a trainer who is aligned to my beliefs and where I want to go. Uh, this, my intention behind this was to keep momentum, right? I had learned what I will do to myself. I'll work out for 36 weeks in a row. I'll hit my workouts like a checklist. I will not be getting great results, but you know what? I did it. Like, no, I want to be held accountable to the results that I'm looking to get. I want to have conversations that are really smart and strategic around the adjustments to make. And I want to learn from this experience so I can help others. Okay, so I wanted to set myself up that. I also, again, did not want to be limited by my equipment. And so it was time for me to build a gym. Even though I did not have support from my husband, because it just... It doesn't make sense that we are, that I chose to do this. We, a big thing on our dream board is to renovate our house. So here I am going to take up half the, half the basement with a gym that's going to have to be worked around. And what are we going to do? But I told him I'm not waiting. Okay. And the most beautiful thing about this is now he wakes up and works out in the gym. So you got to trust yourself on these things, right? I also chose to build my day around my workout. Instead of fitting out my workout where I can, it's like my day revolves around this. This thing is happening. Okay. And where is this happening? And I also like visualize and could see like when I finish my workout, what do I look like? What do I feel like? What is the energy that I'm putting into this? And so again, in hindsight, I'm like, oh, I was probably putting in like a four or a five in my previous workouts. Now I'm like an eight solid across the board, moving into that nine territory, right? Like I am laying it all out there. It's a completely different energetic give. So when we give, right, are the results are going, that we get are going to match that. I also made food a huge priority, which food has always been a priority. But going back into my macros, remember I've been tracking macros mostly on for the past two plus years, not always on, but mostly on. And so when I was gearing up to go about this again, I was like, I have to have diversity. I am no longer going to be the person that identifies with being okay with eating the same things. That is not good for me and I'm not going to do it. I want diversity, which means food has to be a huge priority, which means I need to be on my game about keeping this house stocked with groceries. And so I made that a priority and I made it done. I also have consistently and consecutively visualized my results and I affirm to myself over and over and over again that I'm getting stronger without a doubt and I'm on the right path. I've been celebrating the results and paying super close attention to the big and small shifts and documenting it. Okay, no longer would I allow a 36 week stretch to go out and pretend to myself that this is working. I want evidence that I am creating that says, yes, check, 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 check. These are the things that have improved. This is where we are. And by doing this, you guys, I have tapped into momentum in so many ways. Okay, so the focus has exploded 
and like things are blossoming around me everywhere. Okay. It is working. Okay. It's always working, right? But it's like, to what level do I want this to work? It's working at that level. And I'm only four weeks in. Now, please know, of course, there's always an evolution to every story, right? So I have been working on healing my hormones, mineralizing myself intentionally. I am on my fourth or fifth HTMA mineral balancing protocol. And for a while there, my workouts were intentionally slow and they were conducive to my healing. But when I was stronger and I knew that in order to get the results I desired, I needed to be able to add more weight. I needed to diversify my workout. I needed to build the gym. That's when I pulled up the brake. So of course the timing of this was perfect in its own way. I could have sped it up because I was ready physically earlier. But keep in mind, I truly believe on one hand that even though I could look back and be like, I needed to switch things up, it wasn't the time. Because when I was truly ready and I decided and I could see it and I contemplated it and I looked at it and I decided, everything lined up so fast. I had been open to a trainer for years, but when I truly decided, there she was. And when I truly decided to start building the gym, the pieces lined up. Now I had talked about building the gym last year. I don't remember when, but I was like starting to look at things, starting to look at things. And then I, and then I stopped because I was like, well, we're going to, we're going to renovate. Like just, you know what? I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. This will work. I'll just put more energy into what I'm doing. And it also felt really overwhelming the first time I tried to do it. Like it felt impossible. I, I, I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I just wish someone would do this to me, like do this for me because I don't even know where to start. But once I decided it was done, like literally everything lined up to me, like the mirror company, the rack company, the weights, the treadmill. Um, it was like pretty seamless. Now, I definitely learned a lot. Okay, there's definitely things I would have done differently. Um, and I probably should do a whole po- whole podcast on this. So please message me if like you would be interested in knowing like what I have done to set up my home gym. Um, but like I wasn't messing around. Like I am like, it's go time. Like this is what is really, really important to me. It is also important for me to renovate our house. And that's not what's top of my priority list right now. This is. So I'm going to trust the breadcrumb and pursue this. And I'm going to see where this leads. Now, the really cool thing that working with these companies is like my mirror company was like, just let me know when you're ready. Here's my cell phone number. We'll come back out and take the mirrors down and put them where you want them to go. Same with the rack equipment. He's like, you know what? We'll send somebody out. We'll take it down. We'll get it all set up for you. So like those things all lined up really beautifully because that was a concern. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have all this equipment. Like what the heck am I going to do when that time comes? But I feel like there's a plan, right? Like we had, like, that's no longer an issue. It was an issue in my mind. It was blocking me from moving forward. But in all reality, like we could be a full year and a half out from starting the renovation. It could be. And I was not waiting and I'm so glad that I just chose to go all in. 
it's nearly done now, <laughs> nearly done. Um, and I honestly couldn't be happier with it. So of course, you know, this is building a gym in an unfinished basement. And so, you know, it's not like, oh my gosh, it's like this gorgeous gym, but it's, it has everything that I want and probably more. So, okay, here we are, number two. The number two reason to keep going. Your success is guaranteed. What would you go for if you knew your success was guaranteed? If instead of letting doubt drive and decide your life, you decide what you're going to do with your life and you decide what you're going to do with doubt in the room. This means we have to be on pursuit for what we want and we literally, like the journal Bryce got for me, we literally have to go for it. And what that means, like if your success is guaranteed, it means like what you want wants you back like and you get to have it, but you have to be willing to pursue it, which means that you have to be willing to let your doubt be on the sidelines, right? And still move forward. And we also have to be willing to seek failure. The difficulties, the perceived problems, the pain, all of this is part of us expanding our capacities. And we have to remember everything looks like failure in the middle. But failure is ultimately a sign of progress. It's essential. And it doesn't mean stop. It means keep going. But maybe with that, right, we pivot, we change, we do something different, we learn from it, ideally sooner than 36 weeks, right, or a whole year uh, in, in reality, right, a whole year that I was meeting failure and being like, oh, hey, failure, I'm going to keep going. You know, failure is there to be like, okay, listen, you're almost right, but you're not quite right. Just move a little bit this way. So in my fitness example, right, which is one of many examples that I have, it did not mean stop. It did not mean quit. It did not mean what's the point. It literally meant do something different. To get dramatically results, you must do things dramatically different than usual. And that what is what it was asking me to do. Right, but I was like, head down, stay the course, don't look up. So you have to keep going because your success is guaranteed if you do. If you stay going, eventually you'll get there. But you won't get there if you stop. You won't get there if you turn around. You won't get there if you throw in the towel. You won't get there if you have a temper tantrum. You will only get there if you keep going. All right, my final reason for keep going. More good leads to more good. Every single person is capable of taking actions that will make them feel more alive. And the most glorious thing is that when we get 
back into alignment or in alignment to what is good for us, we experience signs of being on the right track. When I first started working out, like literally my first workout, I felt this surge of power. Even though I had went, when we were working on the gym and stuff, like I had that all tore, that room all tore up. So I actually did not lift any weights for six weeks, which was the longest I had went the entire year of not actively working out, which in hindsight, it's like, I think I wanted to experience that duality. This is what it feels like not doing anything while I was walking still, getting time outside. And this is what it's going to feel like, you know, making your workouts your number one priority. Okay. Like that duality of it, my gosh, how different of an experience it is. But that very first workout, even though I was so tremendously weak, I felt this surge of power, this humming sensation in my body going like, this is it. This is the piece. And I knew that not every single workout was going to be the same, that there would be days that I would not want to, that there would be days that I would have to overcome resistance. But amazingly, I'm just completed four weeks and that hasn't happened yet. But of course, I'm, I'm, I'm well aware that eventually life could kick in, right? And be like, uh, things are happening and now it's a real juggle and how am I going to fit this in, right? But those first couple workouts, especially like I felt this literal, literal high on life. And I just knew like that was my signpost that's saying you just locked in a code, right? Like this is the way. And it's just that, that signpost that's like saying like, this is where you want to be. This is exactly what you're meant to do. And it's not like my, my workouts before weren't doing good for me. They, they were, but this level of workout has been what I've been wanting and what I have been resisting for a very long time. It has been a decade since I have been at the level of fitness that I see myself at. So even though I'm not there, I can see it crystal clear. But this one thing, this one thing of deciding and making it so has led to so many other good things. Good leads to good. When you are in alignment with your goals, it is a gift that keeps on giving. And when you're not, when you're in a funk, you will experience more funk. When you are in a state of total disappointment, you will attract more. Now remember, the art is being able to work with disappointment while being extraordinary happy. That's, that's where the art is. But when you allow disappointment to consume you, right, you're going to attract more of it. When you're not keeping promises to yourself or to others, other aspects of life will get hard. But when you do the thing, when you take the chance, when you turn up the dial, and when you're all in with what you want, the reward of the journey will fulfill you. So in in my instance, right, this level of focus in my workouts has blasted up my focus. My energy is like superhuman. My, My make it happen is extraordinary. And I feel so good. And the best, like, like, I just feel like 
so good, so alive, and so on point, right? Like, this is what, like, yes, this is where I'm supposed to be. The best part is that towards the end of last year, um, food just didn't really taste good to me. And I've had this happen a few different times. And when this has happened before, like I've always used cleanses to snap me out of it, which do work really, really well, especially, you know, like even just doing like a one day colon cleanse has like turned back on my taste buds. Like that's been really a helpful strategy. But what I have figured out is that when food stops tasting good, this is a sign to me that I'm a little off, right? Like I'm in that little, little teeny bit of a funk and I'm attracting a little bit of a funk and food is meant to be pleasurable. And so it's almost like, I think I'm, I'm blocking some, some form of pleasure here. But ever since I started tracking my macros again, like the minute that I stepped into the workout, the minute I stepped into my new program and like, this is what I'm doing, every single bite I take tastes divine. Like food has never tasted so good. And hitting my macros, it was crazy because again, I hadn't tracked my macros since September. So it was like the longest I had went in two years without tracking my macros. So I hadn't tracked my macros and then for like six weeks towards the end of the year, like I I hadn't been lifting. I was just, you know, doing outdoor activity and I started my workout and tracking my macros um, right after my bleed, which is like the perfect time to start anything, you know, your cleanses. Um, is like working in that follicular phase is like moving into there where your energy is ramping up, right? And you actually, you know, aren't really dealing with any cravings or anything like that, right? Um, you're just kind of coming back online. And so the timing of it worked out really great. But so I started right then and it was like so insanely easy because I was a little like, oh my gosh, like I haven't been tracking since September. This, this is going to be like a thing to onboard myself again. Even though I hadn't been tracking, like I was still making sure that I was hitting, uh, you know, my, my protein goal, but I just wasn't like keeping track of every little detail. So I was a little like, oh, okay, here we go. But it was like so insanely easy out of the gate. And since doing that, I've literally had zero zip zilch of any craving whatsoever. Like I would love to have like a little, like a little dark chocolate here and there, especially, you know, if I have like really long days or, you know, just like busy days, it would just be like a nice little snack. Nope. Nothing like that. So I thought that was really interesting. And I've been just enjoying my food, like biting into an apple, like my taste buds sing. Um, and like I said, like I really went into this knowing I wanted to diversify food. And so even though my breakfast is pretty much some sort of same version all the time, I'm constantly mixing up my smoothies. I'm constantly mixing up my lunches. We're constantly changing up our dinners, making sure we're working with a wide variety of different vegetables, uh, different, you know, meats, different preparations of meats. So it's not just been like the same things. So that's been really good. So if you're in a place where things feel hard, that's just a sign that there's a code off. There's just a code that's off. And when you crack the code, 
things line up and fall back into place. And a lot of times with these codes, right, it's it's those basic things like we're dehydrated, we're not prioritizing our self-care, we're not we're we're not prioritizing uh, our our mineralization work, right? Like there's something off, and we're not prioritizing movement. We're not prioritizing uh, reflection time. You know, like we're not being honest with ourselves. We're not dreaming. There, if you're not dreaming, that's also a red flag that a code is off. That you're in a little funk. And so I have known forever that my workouts are part of my code being in an optimal state, right? Like for me, um, it, it takes me doing reflection, contemplation, meditation, whatever you want to call it. That's a code for me to have that time alone, to have that time to be with self, to have that time in quietness, and also feeling the power of a workout. Those are two sacred codes for me in terms of how I feel. Now, obviously, I'm a firm believer that we do not want to push our body when we are in a state of depletion because our body will push back. Okay, so this is not saying if you just go work out, like everything's gonna fall into place because if you are not sleeping, um, if you are, you know, in a, 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 you know, dealing with hypothyroidism, adrenal burnout, you know, all these things like right there are, there's the dominoes have to be picked up in order, but that doesn't mean that walking every day wouldn't be really beneficial for you. And that could be a code. And so certainly, right? Like I have been prioritizing movement, but when I knew that I needed to pick it up and I didn't, I was creating my own sense of friction in my life because I was resisting the thing that I needed to do. And again, in hindsight, I can look at it and I can see it and hope to not do it again. Because how many times do we have to learn the same lesson over and over again and that just slows everything down. So I would like to be aware now that if something's not working after a couple of weeks that I'm putting energy and intention to, that I'm going to look at it a little closer and be like, what's really here? What's really going on? So when we lock in the code and when I locked in this code, Things just got really interesting. There was so much synchronicity. There was so much beginner's luck. There were so many new highs. And so many things that I had been wanting came through effortlessly. That beginner's luck, you guys, is so amazing and such a gift. It's like the universe, like, bringing in this big crowd and cheering you on. It's like, everybody's there. It's like, yes, this is it. Do it. And that beginner's luck is like, you try something and you feel it. You're like, I am feeling the Femfusion that I'm drinking it. Yes. Keep going. This is good. And it's going to lead to more good. Keep going. I started tracking my macros and I'm sleeping so much better. Yes. Keep going. This is so good. And it's going to lead to more good. Good leads to good. When we are intentionally caring for ourselves, 
it will lead to more good. When we are making the choices that are good for us, we will also be changing the way of which we desire things. We will desire things that are good for us. It's the healthier our desires, the healthier our choices, and vice versa. So more good leads to good, and this is why we want to keep going. Because if we throw in the towel, if we quit, if we give up, if we walk away, we're going to carry that vibration. And it's not going to feel good. It's going to feel hard. And hard leads to hard. It's just that friction that carries over, right? And it's just like, it's just not a clear vibration. It's very, there's just a lot going on. So what do you need to pivot? What do you need to edit? What do you need to delete, you know? And what do you need to stop overthinking and just start doing it? Action is one of the most potent anecdotes to fear. If you're like sitting on the sidelines, you're just waiting for this bolt of confidence to strike you, it's not going to happen. You have to act like you already got it. You have to take that leap of self-trust. You have to trust yourself that you'll figure it out as you go. But you have to keep going to figure it out. There's only like, There are things that you can only learn on the field of doing. If you try to have things figured out before you do, you'll never do. You have to go when you don't know enough to go. I find myself in that situation every single day. I'm like, well, this is just something that you don't learn until you do, and here we are doing, and now we're learning, so let's come up with a solution. And you have to trust yourself that you'll be able to pick yourself back up if you stumble or fall. You will stumble, you will fall, and it's only temporary. You get to choose how long you want to stay down. But the only time you're going to feel better is when you get back up and you start remembering and moving forward with that remembrance. But you have to keep going. Because if not now, then when? There are only things that you can do. Right? Like, there are things that only you can do for you. And these are the biggest things that matter. These things will never be done if you do not do them. This is the self-love work. This is the forgiveness work. This is the trusting yourself. This is like listening to what's on your heart and pursuing it. This is making conscious choices for your health, being really conscious with your thoughts. Only you can do these things for you. Nobody else can do them. So waiting until you know you can't fail, waiting until you know you feel fully competent, this is never going to happen. Waiting will cost you your dreams. I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to keep dreaming. I'm going to keep expanding my capacity. I'm going to keep building the support around me. And I'm going to keep learning. So I invite you to keep going with me.
what is the thing that you need to get back on pursuit to or really look at it and say, okay, is this working in this way? Or have I been doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results, and I actually need to make an adjustment here? It doesn't mean that I'm not going to get what I want. It just means that maybe I'm on the wrong road there. And I'm trying to go through the mountains to get there when really there's a drive over here that's a straight shot. That's, that's all we're doing. And also, it's on that pursuit that we allow the thing that we want to evolve. We allow the thing that we want to get us on the path. We allow the thing that we want to keep us on the path, but we also allow that path to evolve, right? That's the art of trying it on. It's like you're, you're going down a path and you're like, okay, we're doing renovations. We're doing renovations. Oh, actually, we're going to sell. That's allowed. But you don't just put it to the side to just because, you know, it's not worth your time. You can consciously put things to the side because you're prioritizing something else. That's okay. But not if that thing that you're putting to the side is the code that carries you through. The code that makes everything else fall into place. There are certain things about us that when we have that locked in, everything else becomes easier. When we are truly feeling the best that we can feel in the situation that we have, in the body that we have, when we are making the best of that, that's when we dial it up in our life. This is not about quick fixes. Quick fixes will never make you feel good long-term. Quick fixes will make you feel guilt, will make you wonder, will make you doubt. I mean, the quick fix weight loss stuff out there right now is scary stuff. So if we're going to use a quick fix, we're going to do it eyes wide open. Because if we use a quick fix with the fear of using the quick fix and we're not actually getting to the root cause or changing lifestyle habits, right? Like it's not going to be the same reward. Because remember, it's not the end that's bringing the joy. It's the journey. Because the journey, it was what locks in the code and the code is what brings in more good in the life. The quick fix is temporary. It's a temporary high. It's the journey with the code, with the things falling in place and the awareness of the things falling in place and the awareness of more good leading to more good and the awareness of the evolution and the unfolding and oh my gosh, that's the good stuff. All right, you guys, that's all for me today. I will see you guys soon. Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello and be part of the conversation by joining me in our private Facebook group, Fiercely Awakening.